I find myself in a difficult situation a lot, I have to admit. You know, I am a very vocal person when it comes to my beliefs. If you follow me on social media, you know that I'm not afraid to speak up about what I believe in. I will shout it from the rooftops. I, you know, back in my early days, I say my early days because I've been too busy to to argue with people on social media. But back in my early days, in my early uh, red pill journey days, I... You know, I used to have those debates all the time on social media. You know, if someone would say something in the comments, I would respond back and I would just keep going back and forth because I really wanted people to understand, like, you know, where I stood and why I believed in what I believed in. You know, nowadays I'm not as prone to respond to comments, partly because I get way too many across my platforms and you mix that with a lot of the DMs and, you know, the other messages I get. I just don't have time. I don't have time to do it all day long, but I still have people in my life that are family and friends who say things to me that I know is absolutely inaccurate. And everything in me is like, say something back, right? Like push back on that. You know, let me give you an example. Uh, I recently had someone uh, who I love dearly, extremely close to, you know, say something about Governor DeSantis. And, you know, I knew what this person was saying. Uh, They got this from the news media and it was completely inaccurate. In fact, it was about, you know, um, the education, uh, excuse me, the AP program, you know, the black history AP program that's been in the news recently. Right. Like he's he put a stop to it. The news is pushing this narrative that he just doesn't want black history to be taught in schools. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. There are multiple different black history programs. you know, courses and classes that are being taught throughout the state of Florida. And he has not done anything about those. The the reason that he, you know, specifically targeted this one is because they were mixing in a bunch of stuff about the LGBTQ stuff, gender theory, all these things that he specifically said should not be in black history. And one of the largest black organizations in Florida actually came out and they didn't deny that that was in there in, in, in the AP Black History course. They they defended it. They said, oh, well, that's it's in there because it's a part of black history. Excuse me, but when I was in school, I was learning about, you know, MLK and, you know, um, Malcolm X and uh, you name it, Frederick Douglass. Like, I learned about all these figures and I did not get gender theory pushed down my throat when I was hearing about the, when I was learning about these individuals. So that does not need to be a part of black history. Ron DeSantis is right. They can, they need to get rid of all of that nonsense that they're mixing into this course and actually teach black history the way that it's supposed to be taught. So anyway, long story short, this, this particular person, again, who I love dearly, love very, very much. They just kept saying, Oh, well, you know, I I can't believe he doesn't want black history to be taught. Again, everything inside me was like, I need to correct this because this is not <laughs> you you're you're getting the the news from the news media and you should be able to trust them, but unfortunately you can't. They're they're pushing a narrative down your throat that is not accurate. It's not telling you the full story of what's going on. It's logically incorrect. It's it, it doesn't make any sense, right? Especially again when he has when there's other black history courses that are still being taught throughout Florida. But I didn't. I kept my mouth closed. And I know you guys are gonna get on me. I know you guys are like, Pierre, you can't do that. You gotta stand up, you gotta say But let's be real here and I wanna talk to my people out there who who know the position that I'm in. Sometimes, especially with family and and, 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 and close friends, but I'll just say particularly with family, right? There's already a lot of moving parts with families in our lives, right? 
you just don't feel like it. You just don't feel like having that battle. You just want things to be peaceful. You just want things to be okay. And I'm not saying that I would have gotten frustrated. Quite frankly, what my experience has been has been quite the opposite. I'll try to have a reasonable conversation with, you know, a family member or a friend and then they get overly emotional, right? Like they just get so invested into what they're saying and they don't want to hear any of the facts and they just get overly emotional. And I'm playing all of that out of my head as this person is saying, you know, this inaccurate uh, or, you know, painting this inaccurate picture of what Governor DeSantis was doing in relation to this Black History course. I'm playing all this out in my head and I'm like, I could say something, but then they may get frustrated and then it may just spiral downhill because then they'll get emotionally invested and they'll just get back. And I just don't want it. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with, I I want things to be good. I want things to be peaceful. I want, and I'm, and and I'm struggling. So I'm going to need you guys to weigh in. I'm going to need you guys to hit me up on my, my, my social media platform, send me a message and share with me, you know, a little bit about how you guys deal with this, because that's something that I struggle with a stranger on the, on the street. I'll, I'll, I can go back and forth all day long social media platform. Even though family actually looks at that, it's something different about me putting it on there because it's my platform. Like you're literally coming to my page. You're coming to my page, right? So like if you see something in my story, then you came to my page. And it's also different than us like, you know, being on the call or being in front of each other and just having a conversation. Like you can just exit my story and just go see it by yourself and then be fine by the time we talk again. And, you know. So it's different. But when I'm actually having a conversation, like I'm in front of a family member or I'm on the phone with a family member, I just lately, I just have not wanted to deal with it. But there's this other part of me, though, that's like people are being led astray. And I also have a duty to to help them see the light. Right. Like the same way that I had to see the light, because I was once there. I was once taking everything that the news media was telling me. And believing it right away, I was just taking the headline and I was like, oh, my goodness. And I'm telling two, three, four, five, six more people. And then they're telling, you know, six more people. And the next thing you know, this thing is spread. This inaccurate information is spread. I'm like, man, I need to stop that. I need to stop that in its tracks, because if this person is telling me inaccurate information, then who else are they telling? Right. So I feel an obligation to to speak up. But lately. Not always. It hasn't. It wasn't. It didn't in the past. But lately, the other side of me has been winning. The side of me that's just like I don't feel like it. I don't want. It's. It's only again. It's only with family and like really close friends. I'm just like I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I. I'm not tired from this battle, but I'm tired from the bat. I'm not tired from the battle as a whole, but I'm tired from the battle when it relates to like my family, because. And and I, and again, I realize some of you might be saying those are the people that you should be battling the most. But it's like, how do you weigh that line where you want to make sure that the relationship doesn't fall apart? But at the same time, you also want to do what's right. It's tough. It's tough. It's not easy. And I know some people when you will listen to some people, some other podcasters and some other people are like, oh, you must do it. You have to. And I'm not saying that they don't. But what I am saying is that. It's not as easy as most people make it seem. It's not. And I think that we have to stop acting like it is when it comes to family. Again, I'm speaking in relation to family.
family. You can put me in front of anyone, put me on any debate stage, put me in a, a Instagram live, put me in front of any of these regular people and I am going to battle until I can't talk anymore, until I lose my breath completely. I can go all day. But when it comes to like my closest family um, and closest friends, it just has been a tiring experience because there are a lot of other things that also bond us together that I don't want to lose. Um, and I'm not saying that I would lose those people. I'm just saying like, I don't even want to go through that. Whole, it's like, it's like almost like if you know something's going to cause an argument, you just, you have to make a decision, whether it's politics or anything else, right? You have to make a decision. Do I feel like getting into this argument right now? <laughs> you know? Or do I feel like creating an awkward divide, even if it's not going to be an argument? Do I feel like creating an awkward divide right now? Things are great. I'm I'm leaning on you. We're having a great conversation. You know, you're my person right now. We're just, you know, we're vibing. And do I want to go ahead and just blow that up right now and, 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 and have this call? Like, that's a real decision. That's a decision that has to be made. And we can't shame people for choosing to not engage in that in that moment we should be helping if you if we if we feel like that should be a situation where everyone should engage we should be spending more time showing these people how right that's why i want you guys tell me your ideas maybe you guys have some things some things that you do or some ways that you make it work with your family that i don't know right so i want you guys to share it with me so i can kind of hear what you guys are doing but we should be doing more of that we should be helping people you know, approach those conversations with their family um, versus just like, you need to do it or you're a horrible person and you don't care about your family. Like, that's not going to help anyone. Not going to, not going to help anyone. This is the P.A. Wilson Show. It's important to really also understand the position that these people are in. You know, for for example, I I know what it's like to be on the opposite end. I know what it's like to be overly emotional and not think logically. I was when I was a Democrat or when I identified as a Democrat. <laughs> oh, just weird saying that nowadays, right? Oh, yuck. <laughs> No, no, no. But seriously, when I used to when I used to identify as a Democrat or I, I consider myself a Democrat, um, I believed very strongly in what was being told to me. I thought, you know, Republicans are racist. You guys have heard me talk about this a lot on the show. I was kept in this emotional box and I didn't know that I was in it, but I was in it where I thought that everything that Republicans did had some type of racial undertone, you know, because that's that's just what I was always being taught. It was always being said. You couldn't. It's still happening today. I mean, Republicans can't do anything without it being labeled racist. I mean, they sneeze around a black person and someone's going to be like, it's going to be a headline, you know, on Google and Yahoo dot com saying, you know, Republican Bob Jones, you know, sneezed uh, around black person purposely, you know, or something like you cannot get away from it. It, it. Everything is considered racist that Republicans are doing. And it wasn't until I was away from the Democrats that I realized that that was, that was a form of control. 
I mean, you make if you make people believe that another person or another side is racist, you automatically discredit anything that comes out of their mouth. Right. Let me let me back up on that point really quickly and hit home on that. If I tell you, let's say, you you know, let's say you and I are friends and we know, you know, I know this other person, this new kid that's coming you or they're new to you and they're not new to me. And I'm like, hey, like that person, you know, let's say you're a woman. That person can't stand women. That person is extremely sexist and they just can't stand women. You're going to automatically a lot. And, and, and you can say that you, you're not, but most people are automatically going to view that person like negatively. They're going to anything that, that person says, like that person could come over and say, you know, hey, like I want to cut in front of you in line. It could have nothing to do with the fact that you're a woman. But now because I have told you that that person is sexist, you're going to think that he's asking you that because you're a woman. You know, like it's just like this whole under like it's already there. Everything is there. So it's going to be so easy for me to whisper in your ear. I'm like, hey, you know, he's asking to cut in front of you because because you're a woman. He doesn't respect women like I I can just keep hitting that home. Hitting that home. Oh, you see how he walked in front of you? He did that because you're a woman. Oh, you see how he didn't hold that door for you? He did that because you're 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 a woman. And really, it could just be because he's a jerk, right? Like he could just literally not open the door for you because he's a jerk or something else. Or maybe he just didn't see you, right? But you are going to now think that everything is because you're a woman. It's like I've already gave you that narrative and now I'm just hitting it home. That's exactly what the Democrats do. They have already like put the narrative into you know, especially black America, but all of the liberal America, they put that narrative that Republicans are racist. So no matter what Republicans do, even if it, it, it could have nothing to do, like race could have not even have been part of the discussion and the decision of whatever they were doing. And the Democrats are going to find a way to make it racist. They're going to find a way. So I say all that to say, when you keep feeding that down, you know, people's throats, they're going to be emotional because racism is an emotional topic. So they're automatically emotional about anything that the Republicans do. So when you try to have a conversation with someone who's a Democrat and then let's say you're advocating for something that is a conservative value that maybe Republicans stand up for, they're going to automatically get emotional because they have now been taught to be emotional whether they realize it or not. So every time I'm having conversations with a lot of liberals, I've noticed that they're 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 extremely sensitive. They don't want to hear reason, they don't want to hear logic, they don't want to hear any of that. They 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 they're they're sensitive. And it's really hard and I'm not saying that it cannot be um I'm not saying don't have those conversations because again, like I I have those conversations all day long. What I normally like to do, and I've shared this on another episode as well, is I like to plant seeds. I like to plant seeds with people. I like to let them know, you know, a little bit here, even if they're a little bit emotional, whatever, let them know a little bit and then hope that that seed, you know, gets watered, whether it's by me or whether it's by somebody else or whether it's by them doing their own research because of something that I said. Like, I I want that seed uh, to be watered and then hopefully they come back and they ask more questions. Like, honestly... I've had the most success doing it that way. Instead of trying to win that battle all that day, I've had the most success with like planting seeds, planting seeds, right? And then people always tend to come back. But with family, it's just a whole different ball game, especially if the family is older than you, if it's someone that's 
more senior than you and your family, they automatically just look, oh, you're lost, so you don't understand. Like, they just completely write you off, you know, and uh, it's a, it's it takes more work. And, you know, yeah, if you're planning a seed with a stranger and that stranger decides they don't want to talk to you for a couple of weeks or a couple of months while they sort through this because they're upset and they're frustrated and they're processing their thoughts, that's different than a family member who you may be extremely close with you know, now I'm being upset with you or emotionally worked up because of a conversation that you guys had, like that's different. And I'm not saying it's not still worth that. Like it may still be worth that person not talking to you for a little bit, but at the same time, that's a much harder decision for people to make. So we need to be respectful of everybody else who's in this situation too. This isn't even, this episode isn't even just about me. This isn't about me. This is about every conservative who deals with this right now. We need to be talking more about how to have these conversations. I would love to do another episode where I read or I bring one of you guys on, or like I say, or at the very least, I read some of the ways that you guys handle these things with your family and close friends so that I can share this with my listeners because I know there are people out there who are struggling. I've had people ask me for advice. I've given advice, but again, I'm admitting I'm not the best at it either when it comes to family and some of my close friends. I'm better at it with my close friends than I am my family. I found that my close friends are actually more receptive than some of my family members, but it's still not super easy. And again, I'm someone that can battle with the best of them, you know? So this isn't a situation where I struggle to, I can battle with the best of them, but it's still a different ball game when you're talking about family. So, you know, send me, you know, on Instagram at the Pierre Wilson, T-H-E-P-I-E-R-R-E Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N. Send me, send me how you handle interactions with your family when it comes to issues like politics. You can send it on Twitter as well at the same thing at the Pierre Wilson. Um, you can shoot me an email, Pierre at Pierre N as in Nicholas Wilson.com message me. Maybe I'll even do a questionnaire. I'll do some questions or something in my story. I'll do a Q&A and have you guys do that. But at the end of the day, like we need to be helping people. We need to be identifying ways that we can help people through things like this instead of just telling people that they need to just do it because that's not helpful. That is not helpful at all. Until next time, take care.